following events were documented in the form of tweets by Adam Alice. Source Twitter. User Adam Tots Comics. All occurrences are real. August 7th, 2017. So my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. He started appearing in my dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in a green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw him on a piece of paper. For a while, he just stared at me. But then he got out of the chair and started shambling toward the bed. I couldn't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep paralysis fairly often. It sucks. Right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library, and a girl came up to me and said, You've seen dear David, haven't you? Who? Dear David, you saw him. She continued, He's dead. He only appears at midnight, and you can ask him two questions, if you say, Dear David, first. Then she added, But never try to ask him a third question, or he'll kill you. I was very shaken. Having two dreams about the same thing is pretty weird. Anywho, a couple weeks passed without incident. Then David came back, in another dream. Same situation. I was in bed, and he was sitting in the rocking chair near the window, staring at me. In the dream, I say, Dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. I say, Dear David, what happened in the store? He groans, a shelf pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I ask, who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. I realize that I've asked a third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. The next couple days, I Google deaths in the city, but can't find anything about a kid named David dying in a store. I even tried different names, Daniel, Dylan, Devin, nothing. A few weeks go by without incident. Sort of randomly, the apartment above mine is vacated, and I have the opportunity to move into it. It's a larger apartment, so I'm thrilled. Another month or two goes by, and I sort of forget about dear David. I think he lost track of me because I moved upstairs. But lately, something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight, and just stare at it, almost like something is on the other side. Last night, I got a weird feeling and looked out the peephole, 
and I'm dead certain I saw movement on the other side. When I opened the door and turned on the hallway light, nothing was there, but my cat seemed unnerved, bushy tails, etc. And that's where I am right now. Dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. Submit your questions to ScreamQueerCast at gmail.com or by submitting them to the Instagram at ScreamQueerPodcast and catch new episodes every Tuesday morning wherever podcasts are streamed. Remember to rate and subscribe. Welcome to the Scream Queer Podcast with Ralph Anthony. The following content contains topics describing graphic violence, strong sexual content, explicit language, and elements that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. August 8th, 2017. Update. For the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it. What is going on? Okay, so I took a photo through the peephole because I'm too scared to open the door. I feel like I saw something. I couldn't tell, so I mustered the courage to open the door. Nothing was out there. I deadbolted the lock and got in bed because I don't know what else to do. I can still hear my cat meowing at the door. I am pretty scared. August 9th, 2017. It's been pretty quiet tonight. I'm gonna try out a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. I'm heading to bed, but the cats are back at the door. They only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. August 10th, 2017. And here we go, just minutes before midnight. Maxwell is extra talkative tonight. He's obviously trying to tell me something. They're both there now. August 11th, 2017. I used a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time it hears something. There were 33 recordings. Most of them are pretty vague. A couple of them are passing cars but there are three that I'm interested in. The first is a snapping sound in what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed all night. This one is weird because out of 33 recordings, this is the only one that has that strange electric sound throughout. This directly follows the electric static. Another snap, Then I groan in my sleep. This happened between 2 and 3 a.m. I have no explanation for them. I'll keep recording and share if I find anything. August 12th, 2017. Getting the F out of my haunted apartment for the weekend. August 13th, 2017. So a weird thing just happened. Take it with a grain of salt. I bought a Polaroid camera this weekend 
because they're fun and dorky, I decide to take a few photos around my apartment. Polaroids are stupid and fun, and inherently sort of creepy. I didn't expect to find anything, and for the most part, I didn't. I took a couple of my living room and my bedroom. They're pretty unremarkable. Then I went into the hallway and snapped a photo. The Polaroid developed completely black. I even ripped open and destroyed a fresh pack to see if it was just an undeveloped Polaroid. But they start out white. So this could be nothing. I'm not sure what to make of it. I'll record myself sleeping again tonight, and I have Sage being delivered tomorrow. As always, I'll keep you in the loop. This whole Twitter thread has been really convoluted, and I'm sorry if it's hard to follow. I just thought this was all weird and wanted to share. August 14th, 2017. Folks have been urging me to get some sage, so I did. Saging the hall and definitely saging the hell out of that rocking chair I originally seen him on. Honestly, sage doesn't seem like it'll help that much, but I'm open to anything. I barely slept last night. I kept waking up feeling like something was wrong, but who knows, maybe this will do something. August 15th, 2017. Sage did not work. I haven't dreamt about David in a few months, but he appeared again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, it feels like a bad omen. August 17th, 2017. I've been recording myself sleeping, and it picks up this weird static electricity sound every night around 3am. It lasts about 5 minutes. This morning, I woke up to the whole house shaking. It felt like a small earthquake. I debated even mentioning that on Twitter, because it sounds made up. But I distinctly felt the house swaying. It's just a whole bunch of small things happening at once. I feel so uneasy, like right before a thunderstorm comes. Everyone is telling me to move, but I don't have any guarantee that this won't follow me. They just issued a thunderstorm warning for tonight. Everyone in the city is talking about how weird the sky looks. I can hear rolling thunder in the distance. August 21st, 2017. All this ghost stuff has been spooky, but this past weekend was the first time I actually felt unsafe in my home. On Friday night, there was supposed to be a huge storm. In the end, it passed. But that night was bizarre anyway. I fell asleep pretty early. I was incredibly tired for some reason. I had a dream that night where David was dragging me by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower and then I noticed something. 
I'd woken up with a huge bruise on my arm. Now look, maybe I injured myself the day prior and my arm was hurting during the night, which manifested as a dream. There could be a totally logical explanation for it, so I brushed it off. I went to get coffee, which I do every weekend. When I walk to the coffee place, I always pass a food cart repair depot. It's always incredibly busy, especially on weekends. I've lived in the neighborhood for over four years, and the place has always been jam-packed with carts getting serviced. But today, it was completely abandoned. The whole warehouse was totally gutted and empty. Well, almost empty. I went inside to look around, because I was astonished that this place was suddenly empty after all of these years. Basically, the only thing in the entire warehouse was a single green chair. If you recall, David first appeared in my green rocking chair. It could be nothing, but it's weird that it was the only thing left behind. On my way back from coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It's remained shuttered since. The chair, my bruise, dreaming about an empty warehouse, and then passing by one, it gave me the creeps. Needless to say, I didn't sleep much that night. Too many strange things are happening, and more frequently. August 25th, 2017. There have been a few small developments in my apartment, but I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. If you recall, my cats usually gather at the door at midnight, but lately it's been getting earlier and earlier every night. I was almost used to the routine, so when they started to cry at the door closer to 10 p.m., I was confused. They began a new routine. Hover around the door at 10 p.m., cry for about 15 minutes, then wander off as if nothing's wrong. But this week, something else has been happening. Shortly after the usual cat stuff, around 10.30 or so, I start getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history for the past week has calls from a no-caller ID. I answered once yesterday. Since this has been happening for days on end, I thought it might be an automated telemarketer or something. Usually, if it's an automated thing, if you answer once, they quit calling. So I picked up. Instead, what I heard on the other end was a peculiar electrical static sound, very similar to the static my sleep app picks up at night. I didn't say anything. I just listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. After about a minute, the static stopped. There was silence. I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint I can't be sure. My heart was racing, so it was hard to hear. Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper, hello. Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting, just hello, a flat statement. So quiet, I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. 
I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because I was too scared to go to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. If I look at each individual incident on its own, there are perfectly logical explanations for everything. But after weeks of weird shit happening, I don't know how to make sense of all of it. The only thing I feel like I can do now is write everything down. So that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'll keep doing. August 28th, 2017. I'm going on vacation to Japan in three weeks. I keep thinking, if I can make it to my trip, this will all end. As dumb as that sounds. David lost track of me once when I moved, so maybe if he believes I've left the apartment again, he'll leave me alone. Anyway, last week I bought a pet monitoring camera so I can keep an eye on the cats while I'm overseas. It's basically a nanny cam that connects to the Wi-Fi so you can check in whenever you want. It runs 24-7. I tested it out during a brief weekend trip and some of the footage was pretty disturbing. The green rocking chair, the one on which David had first appeared, began rocking on its own. About a half hour later, I got another emotion alert. A turtle shell I had hanging on my wall hit the deck. It couldn't have been the wind as I don't keep the windows open during the summer. September 5th, 2017. It's happening again. During the night on Saturday, while I slept, It recorded the cats in the living room. It seemed pretty unremarkable at first. But then, after a few moments, Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. Then it recorded Maxwell standing straight up on his hind legs over and over again. And then it recorded footage in which it honestly looked like Maxwell is batting at something us humans can't see. I just can't shake the feeling that something has made its way into the apartment. It's odd behavior from Maxwell, in any event. Things feel off this week. I can't explain it. September 11th, 2017. The pet cam caught something else. A small knitted cactus falling from that same shelf where the turtle shell hung. September 16th, 2017. I've been having so many nightmares lately. They're way more intense than my usual dreams. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon, I took a nap. I had a bad dream I haven't been able to shake. In the dream, I was laying in bed. I roll over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with the bloody spine attached. The head was staring right at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. Horrified, I screamed. What happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then. Everything was quiet. Other dreams have been just as strange. Things like dark figures staring in my windows, even though I live on the second floor. 
After that dream about the head, I'd been feeling uneasy all night. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I decided to go for a walk, if for no other reason than to get out of my apartment. I went to a bodega a few blocks away to get a snack. On the way, I had to pass the warehouse that was boarded up a few weeks ago. It's actually on the way to everything. I pass it twice a day just to get to the subway. I hurried past it, since it freaks me out now. At the bodega, I got some Doritos and a seltzer, then made my way back home. When I passed the warehouse a second time, I heard a dull thunk from the other side of the shutters. I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. I probably should have just continued on, but curiosity got the better of me. There was a grated window next to the doors, about a foot above my head, too high to see into. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take one photo, and then run for my life. I made sure my flash was on, positioned my camera lens through one of the grates, and snapped a photo. I almost thought I saw movement when the flash went off, but I couldn't be certain. The light bounced off the grates and was pretty blinding. I couldn't even look at the photo. I just ran all the way home. I was too jumpy to look at it for a while. I just ate my Doritos nervously. When I finally did look at the photo, there was a bunch of old insulation and what looked like a filing cabinet and a ripped up leather desk chair. Then I noticed something else in the upper right corner. Something that looked like a face. The more I stared at it, the more it started to look like a nondescript blur. Now I can't even be sure what I'm seeing. Maybe I'm too deep into this and my brain wants to see David when he's not really there. September 22nd, 2017 I've been trying to avoid anything weird before my trip. I still feel like this all might stop if I just leave for a couple of weeks. Whatever happens, I want to thank everyone for their kind thoughts and concerns. This whole ordeal has been stressful and it means a lot. It makes me feel like I'm not going through this alone. See you in a couple of weeks. October 2nd, 2017. Last day in Japan. I came across this statue in a park. I couldn't find out any real information about it online, but it was weird and pretty. I was taking pictures of it from different angles since it's cylindrical. I moved around to one side and almost dropped my phone at what I saw. It felt too similar to be a coincidence. I felt dizzy staring up at it. This kid with a dented head. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe this is nothing. It doesn't feel like nothing. Anyway, I have to pack for my flight home in the morning. It'll be good to see the cats again, at least. October 14th, 2017. I showered and brushed my teeth, then headed into the bedroom to get dressed. As I passed the front door, I thought I heard a faint scratching sound from the other side. It was so soft I wasn't sure it had really happened, 
I went over to the door, but I was too scared to look through the peephole. I couldn't bring myself to actually put my face that close to the sound, so I opted to take a photo through the peephole instead. At first, the picture didn't seem like anything, just blurry nothingness. But as I analyzed it and started noticing things, part of a face, an ear, and an eye staring right back at me. October 26th, 2017. I had a friend come over and cleanse the place, and for about a week or so, it seemed like it actually worked. Things appeared to go back to normal. The cats weren't gathering at the door anymore. I stopped having dreams. Then, one morning last week, I was walking to work and passed the shuttered warehouse as usual. This time, all the metal doors were wide open, sunlight pouring in. The warehouse was still mostly empty, except for one thing. There was a hearse parked near the back wall. I tried to put it out of my mind, and the next several days were uneventful. But something else happened last night. It was around 11 or so, and I was watching TV on the couch. I went into the dining room to get a drink from the fridge. I noticed the cats both sitting by the far window, staring up at it. The window looks out onto the roof of the business next door. I glanced out the window, but didn't see anything. I figured that maybe there was a mouse in the wall or something. I shrugged and grabbed a beer from the fridge. As I went into the kitchen to get the bottle opener, I noticed something. There's a window in the kitchen which looks out onto the same roof, and someone was standing on the roof staring at me. I immediately ducked down. I reached up and flicked off the light switch. I peered over the window still but couldn't see much. My phone was in my pocket, so I grabbed it and took a photo. It was blurry and dark, but I swear someone was out there. I tried to take a better photo, but the figure had disappeared. I closed all the blinds and made sure the door was locked, and then drank like five more beers until I was too drunk to be scared. But now I feel like I'm back at square one. I'm sure it was him. He's not going away. I don't know what to do. November 6th, 2017. It's been about four months since the first time I dreamed of David. In the dream, I saw him in a chair again. I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time, it was a recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed. I could barely move. But this time, something was different. I still felt mostly immobile, but I could squirm just a little bit. I felt more alert. I could move my hands, somewhat. David glared at me, and I dreaded what I knew was coming. He was going to get out of the chair and come toward me like before. I had to do something. I keep my phone next to me on the bed, and I somehow managed to get a hold of it. I thought, if David is going to kill me, maybe I can at least get evidence on my phone. I started snapping pictures in the dark. Sure enough, he crawled down off the chair and began shuffling toward me. He moved slowly like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified, but I kept taking photos. 
David limped closer toward me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon, I was face to face with him. He started muttering something too quiet for me to understand. I watched his eyes roll back in his head until they were all white. I stared in horror as he began crawling up onto my bed, still murmuring something. I woke up right as David reached my bed and began to crawl on it. Being able to move in my dream wasn't the only thing that was different this time. When I looked at my camera roll on my phone, I saw dozens of photos that had been taken in the dark. Apparently, I wasn't just taking pictures in the dream, but also in real life. I went into my phone to find a picture from a couple days ago and saw dozens of pitch black photos in my camera roll, all from last night. Usually, I can come up with some excuse for what's happening, but I have no logical explanation for this. When I brighten these photos up, I see David in them. November 17, 2017. For everyone asking, yes, I'm alive. I've been on the quiet side because there's something I'm trying to investigate, and I'm not sure how to yet. I'd rather not tweet unless I have something substantial to share. It's also sort of hard to explain the logistics of what I'm trying to find out, but I'll do my best. Basically, there's a part of my apartment I'm just now learning about. At least that's what I think. I live in a duplex. I used to live on the first floor, and now I live on the second floor. It's a long, boxy building. So I'm thinking, is there some secret crawl space in my home? I look all over my apartment, but I can't figure it out. So I go into the hallway, and that's when something dawns on me. There's no real way to ease into this, so I'll just say it. There's a mysterious hatch in my hallway. I've always known about it, but I just assumed it opened directly to the roof. I see that hatch every morning when I leave for work and think nothing of it. But this time, something dawned on me. It can't lead to the roof because it's actually below the roof. I'm about to spring some simple math on you, so I apologize in advance. First, the skylight is flat with the roof. I checked Google Earth to make sure. The hatch is about three feet below the skylight, meaning there's about three feet of empty space between the two openings. I think maybe the hatch leads to a short ladder going to the roof. But even if that's the case, the hatch is level with all the ceilings in my apartment. That means there's three feet of empty space all over my apartment. November 28th, 2017. A lot has happened in the last week, but I was away for Thanksgiving, so I'm just now able to write it all down. There are noises from the ceiling that haven't let up, but I ordered a pole. It didn't arrive before I had to leave for the holiday, so I didn't actually get it until late Friday night. I planned to investigate the next morning and went to bed. I'd barely fallen asleep when I woke up to an incredibly loud crash above me. It sounded like someone had dropped a bowling ball. I bolted upright in bed and immediately felt strange. There was a weird energy all around me. I can't explain it. 
After about a minute, I heard another crash. I briefly thought about grabbing my shoes and booking it, but that would mean passing under the hatch, and that seemed like a bad idea. So instead, I just listened and waited, though I'm not sure for what. The crash happened again and then again, probably 15 times in a row, followed by a long silence. Then I heard a smaller, creaky sound from the hallway. In my mind, I registered it as a footstep, but it really could have been anything. I stayed still, but there were no more sounds after that. I lay back down, still tense and nervous, but I must have fallen asleep at some point because I woke up the next morning and everything seemed normal again. I got dressed and left to go get a bagel, same as every Saturday. As I made my way down the stairs, something crunched under my feet. I looked down and noticed a pile of debris on the stairs, directly under the hatch. It looked like dirt, but I couldn't tell for certain. It could have been old plaster or something. I glanced up at the hatch and noticed something else peculiar. The edge of something was caught in it, barely poking out. It's hard to see because it's so far up. At that point, bagels were the last thing on my mind. I went back upstairs and grabbed the pole. I set my camera on the coat wardrobe at the top of the stairs and hit record, just to make sure it would be caught on video if a demon burst out of the hatch. I jumped out of the way and practically fell down the stairs trying to dodge whatever it was that fell. At first I thought it was a dead squirrel. It hit the steps and bounced down to the first floor. I went upstairs to get my phone and collapsed the pole since it's so long and unwieldy. Then went back downstairs to investigate the object that fell. At first, I wasn't even sure what it was. It was dingy and faded black. I picked it up and realized what it was. It was a small leather shoe. I hustled back upstairs and texted my landlord. I told him I thought there was something in the crawl space and asked if he could investigate. He said he'd come by later with the ladder and check it out. A few hours later, my landlord was on a ladder, shining a flashlight into the crawl space. I stared up at him, half expecting something to grab him and yank him into the darkness. He angled his flashlight all around. I watched as he reached up into the emptiness with his free arm, and when he pulled it back, he had something small and round in his hand. He climbed down the ladder and handed it to me. I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. It was smooth and shiny. At first, I thought it was an old piece of candy, but it was cold and too heavy to be candy. After a second, I realized it was a marble. It was so worn that it hadn't registered as a marble at first. Its shape was also sort of weird, with a little bump on one end. Anyway, now I have a decrepit old shoe and a marble sitting on my dresser. I guess this is the new normal. December 12th, 2017 Sorry for the long break. 
I haven't been feeling great the past couple of weeks and haven't had time to update. There also wasn't much to say for the most part. I wasn't sleeping well and I was having weird dreams, but they were vague and hard to describe. I'm sleepy all day long and I've been getting sudden bouts of dizziness. It was a feeling I'm used to. It always accompanies David. People tweet at me a lot saying he might just need help, but I'm certain that's not the case. Every time he shows up, I feel a palpable sense of malice. I downloaded an app that takes a photo every 60 seconds and set my phone on top of the bookcase. It's almost seven feet tall, so it had a pretty good view of my bed and the surrounding room. Then I went to sleep. Just like before, I jolted awake hours later, feeling the same unease. I turned on the light and hurried out of bed to get my phone from the bookcase. There were probably 350 photos to scroll through. The vast majority of them were me sleeping in an empty room. It's sort of dark, but you can see me sleeping. I'd left a couple night lights on just in case anything showed up. But for the first hundred or so photos, it was just me in an empty room. Then suddenly, he was there, standing on the chair at the foot of the bed, staring at me. In the next photo, from a minute later, he seems to be staring straight up at the ceiling. Just staring. Then he appears to collapse on the chair. The next dozen photos are all the same. He's completely lifeless. At first I thought he was dead, which obviously doesn't make any sense. I looked over at the chair half expecting him to still be there, but it was empty. But then, in the next photo, he's gone. The room, it's totally empty again. He's gone in the next several photos, too. I figured maybe that was it, but I kept swiping through my phone. About 15 photos later, he was back, standing next to the bed. It was just like the last time I saw him. That's when my heart started to race. I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. I swiped to the next photo and my heart sank into my stomach. He was on the bed, inches from me, staring down at me sleeping. The next one was worse. In the next photo, he's staring right at the camera. After that, there's seemingly nothing. He disappears again, and the rest of the scroll is just me alone in my room again. That is, until the last photo. I'm at a loss for words. That malformed ear, that stringy hair, I didn't even know what to think. I looked all over my room but couldn't find anything. And honestly, I've been so exhausted, I didn't know how to process it. January 2nd, 2018 So I've been away from the city for a couple of weeks. 
I went home to Montana for the holidays, and almost immediately, I started to feel better, less tired, less foggy. Up until now, I haven't really entertained the thought of moving, thinking that David would probably just follow me wherever I go. But when I left for Montana, everything seemed to improve. Like maybe David wouldn't follow me after all. Maybe he was tied to the house somehow, not me. Being home felt safer, and I managed to relax a little bit. I even started browsing listings for new apartments back in New York. The last thing I want to do is move in the middle of winter. But after the past few months, it seemed like it might be worth it. It felt like there might be a way out. But after a few days, I started to feel strange again. One night, I got up to go to the bathroom. And as I stood there in the dark, I couldn't help feeling like there was something moving outside the bathroom window. The bathroom looks out into the backyard, and it was pitch black. I could barely see anything. But it's Montana, and there are animals passing through all the time. Sure enough... In the morning, I found animal tracks through the snow. I don't know the specific animal. Deer? Elk? In the morning, as I was getting out of the shower, I glanced out the window and noticed tracks behind the garage. I couldn't tell what they were from the bathroom, so I got dressed, put on my coat, and went outside. When I got up close, my heart practically stopped. They weren't tracks, they were footprints, really small footprints. For the past few nights, I've been using that app that takes photos every couple minutes, but nothing has shown up. For whatever reason, it doesn't seem to work anymore, but I've left it running just in case. It's picked up absolutely nothing. Last night was particularly bad. I felt sick and had nightmares all night. I dreamt that David was hovering in the corner by the ceiling far off the ground. He was mouthing something, but I couldn't hear any words. Then he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, his mouth moving faster than it should be. I couldn't move. I could only look up at him. Suddenly, he plummeted downward, and I felt this huge pressure crash into my chest. I woke up gasping. The wind completely knocked out of me. I sat up and looked around frantically, heaving for air, but there was nothing. When I caught my breath, I retrieved my phone from the dresser. The photo roll showed nothing of note save for the last photo, taken just a moment before. The picture showed David plummeting from the ceiling just like the dream. It may not have been a dream after all. January 16, 2018. I swiped to my mentions and saw that everyone was tweeting to me about something I'd posted to my Instagram story the day prior, saying they saw something weird. The stories are expired now, but I have screenshots, and I don't know how to explain it. Long story short, I went to brunch on Saturday with a friend. I posted a few photos to my story, and they were fairly unremarkable. 
Here's the first two I posted. Totally dumb and normal. They're totally boring brunch photos. I posted one more photo of me and my friend before leaving, and that was that. But the next day, I had a zillion messages about the third photo I posted. People had taken screenshots and sent them to me. If studied closely, the photos seemed to show David's face over mine. I've been sleeping fine, and I have lots of energy during the day. But sometimes I seem to sort of lose time, I guess. Like I'll look up at the clock and realize a whole hour has gone by and I don't remember any of it. I have no clue what happened. It looked perfectly fine on my phone when I uploaded it. I'd say it was just a glitch, but I can't make sense of what's happening with my face. Maybe I can. I know what it looks like, what it probably is, but I don't know if I care anymore. I really just want things to be normal again, and things feel normal enough right now. I don't know. I guess I'll keep you updated if something else happens. February 3rd, 2018. Everything is fine. February 8th, 2018. Some of you already know this, but I thought I should make a short update on Twitter about it. A little over a month ago, I made the difficult decision to leave my full-time job after four years with the company BuzzFeed. It wasn't an easy choice, but it just became too difficult to focus on everything, and I decided it was time to turn my attention toward personal projects. I'm nervous about what the future holds, but I feel good. I know big things are coming. February 13th. Please don't worry about me. I'm okay, and everything will be like it was before. March 12th, 2018. For everyone asking if I'm alive, I'm doing okay. It's been pretty quiet around here lately, and I've been trying to focus on work. Of course I'll keep you updated if anything strange happens. But for now, I'm staying busy with drawing and other projects. After the story seemed to die off, as if it had completely ended, Adam Ellis's Twitter feed seemed to have returned to normal, featuring comics, photographs, and messages unconnected to the David story. In November 2021, BuzzFeed and Lionsgate acquired the rights to the story, filming wrapped in December of 2021. As of 2023, no release dates have been announced. Justin Long is set to star in the film, Alice had admitted that his experiences were 100% real. A lot of people from Twitter believe him, but others question the authenticity. Believe what you will, I don't think David's work is finished quite yet. Check out the full Dear David Twitter feed on Wakelet.